Welcome to the Fins Magazine podcast. Hi. Welcome, everyone. This is Pat with Fins Magazine, all things mermaid. And today we are interviewing a young man, and I'm actually bringing in with us Mermaid Rachel from Israel, one of our correspondents. Hi. Hi, Rachel. Welcome. I'm glad to see you again. I'm glad to see you too. So today we are interviewing a 17-year-old merman that you brought to us that has been a mermaid already for 10 years because he's he's been in that mermaid mindset since he was seven. So um, I'm super excited and you brought him to us. And so I am very excited to introduce and bring into our broadcast room, Merman Nico. Hi. Hi Nico, welcome to our show. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, so I first heard about you from Rachel and she had nothing but great things to say about you. And when she told me she had a 17 year old merman in Austria, um, I was like, I was floored because I didn't, I've never met a young merman. So we reached out, we wanted to interview you. So can you tell us a little bit about being a merman and talk us through how you came into it a little bit? Yeah, sure, I can do that. Um, so basically, um, I started, well, mermaiding when I was 15, like the real mermaiding with tails and stuff. Um, I got my, uh, first monofin there and well, um, since then I basically really enjoyed doing it. I like, by now I have like four, four, almost four tails. Like I'm making my fourth one right now. Um, but yeah, I've met a lot of super kind, cool people, and I really enjoy the community in general. Yeah. So when you're starting out, um, what kind of resources and support did you find? Because mermaids haven't been as predominant in all the areas so far. So how did you get started? Well, um, I got started, um, well, with my monofin, with my mahina, and my parents at first weren't like that supportive, I guess, when I was like still younger because I've wanted a tail since I was like seven, like you mentioned. And um, well, my parents didn't really want to get me a tail because obviously they're expensive and I was very little at that time and I would obviously grow out of that tail. So I don't blame them for not getting me one, but um, yeah, well at 15, I kind of really started and I managed to finally like convince them to get me one. And yeah, I've been really loving it. So, but they didn't get you the full tail. They got you yeah. the fin. Yeah. And then first, what yeah. did you do with that fin after you well, got I made, Yeah. I mean, I made myself a, like a DIY tail first, like a fabric one. And that was, I think in 2018, I'm not sure, I think, or 2017. And um, well, Basically, it wasn't the greatest. Like, I didn't have a lot of experience in sewing and well, also didn't use the right paints. So it, it was kind of a fail. I mean, it's not ugly if you take photos of it from afar or if you look at it from afar. But if you have a closer look, it's far from perfect. So, yeah. 
I'm glad I I don't really have to use it anymore. What actually made you fall in love with mermaiding? Well, um, basically, like the TV series H2O Just Add Water was like the 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 point where I really fell in love because I don't know it was just so magical for me to see it as like a little child and um, to see all these beautiful tales and costumes and I don't know they're just they're, they were fascinating me basically yeah they kind of brought me into there so there's other things I've seen you do in um, your mermaid history and I've seen you do a lot of art and there is one particular piece of art that just struck with me. And so in the corner of this picture, there is a photo, can you, or a, a, a drawing that you did. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, sure. Um, so it's obviously Mermaid Rachel, as you can see. And um, I like drew it or painted it back then in, I think, April of 2020. Um, when we were like in quarantine because of Rachel's birthday. And um, yeah, we, well, we, we got to know each other, I think two months before in February. And well, we, we've become like really close friends and it was really cool. And I just decided since I really love doing like watercolor um, paintings and portraits, um, I decided to paint her one for her birthday. Yeah, yeah. I was so excited. I I felt like really blessed to get this. Like I never thought he would do something like this for me. And really the moment I met Nico, well, online, uh, I really did bond with him because he's just like a little brother for me. So you just said something, Rachel, that I want to ask about. And with quarantine and COVID, we've all been going online and going to the fact that in your local areas, it may not be possible to always you know, be able to have that mermaid community. How, where did you guys meet online? Um, was it a Facebook group? Was it Instagram? Was it just, I, I don't know. Where how, Where did you guys meet online? Nico, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so it was an Instagram. Um, it was actually like, we, we didn't really start texting by, I don't know, just by, well, it basically happened by accident kind of because, um, <laughs> Well, I was at a like small convention in Germany and um, there was um, Merman Atlas, which is the designer of both Rachel's and my tales. And um, yeah, well, I took a photo of his booth and I got to know him and it was great. And well, it, it was, I had a great time. It was incredible. And um, well, when I went home um, to Austria again, I posted this photo of uh, Merman Atlas's booth, and well, Rachel then texted me and um, well told me to like say hello to Merman Atlas, but um, well, sadly, I wasn't there anymore because I would have loved to say hi from her. But yeah, that's kind of how we started, like how our like friendship started. Yeah, yeah out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, out of nowhere, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you are a merman, and in talking to you, you mentioned to me this prize that you won. And I saw the drawings of it, and I thought it was like six months, a year down the road that this was actually going to be made. And then I saw your pictures on Instagram. So can you tell us about 
these mermanic this merman accessory set that you have yeah of course um so back in march i actually won this giveaway um by odysseus studios which belongs like it's, it's the brand from mermaid celine and mermaid lexi from um belgium and france and um well they they just started their brand and had this incredible giveaway and well i started to like or like i i basically decided to participate and um well i kind of just entered out of curiosity i thought it was really cool and well then on i think um march 31st i'm not i'm not sure anymore it doesn't even have a 31st i'm not sure but like on the last day of march i think um we or like they basically um well revealed the winner and i was like oh my god <laughs> is that yeah, even real I, I couldn't believe it it was i was like blown away and um yeah well then i got in contact with them and they were really sweet and they sent me these really cool sketches and i was able to basically design them however i wanted um and i could choose scale colors and all the different colors i wanted and as you can see like that one thing in the um right corner like in the right top corner mm -hmm. um this is my bodysuit it is made from like a a mesh material that's like on my body and um the dorsal fin is made out of silicone and it has like a kind of sequin scale gradient in the back as well like going away from the dorsal fin and it's really cool it's like it's it's really tight the first time i tried it on i thought i actually like mistook my measurements and they weren't right or something because i literally couldn't breathe because i didn't put it on right but um the second time i tried it on it actually fit me perfectly and i really love it it's it's such a cool piece yeah i and, was I'm sorry. Yeah. no no problem keep going <laughs> okay okay um and the second thing um, are my cuffs, which are like the arm cuffs. These are also made um, out of, or like out of fabric, and they have some sequins on there to look like scales. And they also have these really cute um, silicone side fins on there, which are beautiful. As you can see, they even have like this pattern on there, which looks Wait, exactly so like my drawing. So yeah. this is fabric and silicone. Um, yeah, exactly. It's like the base of the cuffs is some like. The same material that I use for my tail, it's like a, a scuba knit fabric mm -hmm. and the the sequins are like hand sewn onto there individually in like this beautiful gradient and the like the, the fins are sewn onto there as well. Yeah. And did you get to try them? Did you get Sorry? to swim them? Did you get to try no, them? No, not yet. Sadly, not yet. <laughs> like I got them back in June and like I received them in June. No, not in June. No, 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 not in June. In October. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, I should have like the the um, original time where I should have received it was June, but due to COVID, there were some complications, and I then received it in um, October, which yeah, well, was like still in the middle of the pandemic, and the pools were not open since then. Yeah, so that was kind of sad. And I also still got quite a few other stuff like or other things. Um, like I got nine things in like in total and it was like the bodysuit, the cuffs. I also received a seashell crown, which you can see on this one photo. Then I got a 500 um, euro gift voucher for a um, custom tail, which is incredible. I mean, 
since I'm making my own tail, I won't get it, but still, I, I would have loved to get it, actually. Um, since these are just, like, Celine makes the most beautiful sequin tails, in my opinion. And with Lexi, like, they, they would have, this would have been a um, Odyssey Studios hybrid tail with, like, a sequin tail body and a silicone fluke. And, yeah, they, they're just beautiful. And then I also just got a a 150-gram pack of sequins, of, like, Odysseus sequins. And these were also really pretty. I could choose, like, which color I wanted. And as you can see, like, at the top, there are these three little creatures. It's, like, a seahorse and two fish. And these are also, like, some little pins that you can basically wear on your clothes or you can attach to basically anything. And um, originally I would have only received the seahorse, but um, the two were so kind and actually surprised me with the two fish, which was really sweet. Like I didn't, I totally didn't expect that. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I hope I didn't forget anything. I think that's no, I, I have a couple of questions and I'm sure Rachel does too. So on those, on when you said they let you design that is that mean you went in and did the graphic or do you just tell them the colors what is the level of when you say design what does that mean um yeah so um the thing that i got from them was basically really just the outlines of these um drawings and basically like the body and the the dorsal fin and also the cuffs and like the paint job i guess or the or the color scheme are done done by me basically I, yeah i did these with my like graphic tablet i guess you're I very well i was gonna say from the colors you put in the design and then the way they executed on that with all of those scales mixing together with the the blues and then the painting that they did on the fins off of the bracers that's that's beautiful um so have you um been able to try this on and get it with the tail and kind of see how it looks yet how, you know how does it feel when you tried it on yeah i mean it, it is really cool um it was definitely a bit weird to try it on at first because i'm not used to wearing accessories for mermaiding because I've, I've been like a, a simple merman, let's say it like that. I've only had like my tail and that was it. Um, but because I, I wasn't like particularly interested in getting um, accessories myself, but like the, the um, giveaway really kind of made me love accessories for some reason now. And I'm really happy with them. And I also tried them on and they fit they look beautiful and i really love them i actually have one photo but it's it's not that great of quality so yeah but it looks great together you'll uh, have to show me later <laughs> i, I can't wait you. to get the pictures i when you get it and i can't wait to hear about how it swims and how it feels because i with the fins on there i think that would be interesting so Talking about those sequins that we, or are they called sequin scales? Yeah, they are sequins, um, yeah. So you got some of those and you have made tails in the past. And yeah. so this is your recent tale that you took these scales and actually put them together. Can you tell us about this? I think this is so amazing. 
Of course, yeah, I'm like, I'm really excited. I really love how it turned out actually. Um, so this is going to be my personal um, hybrid tail. It has a um, scuba knit fabric base, which I then hand painted in around 18 hours. It took a long time, but I think it was worth it. And um, well, then I, so like, then I was sewing on these sequins. Um, I actually did kind of like a gradient of sequins because I had different sizes. I got the Odysseus Studio scales, which were smaller. And I got some other ones, which, well, the main body of the tail was like, um, I, or I used these on the on the main tail. And the smaller ones were only used at the very bottom, at the very top to kind of give this um, kind of gradient because they were smaller. And yeah, so I, I like it took me around nine to 10 days to actually sew on these sequins um, with the sewing machine. And because I, I could not, I would not have had the patience to sew these on by hand. Like, <laughs> no, it's just, it's just a no for me. Um, but actually sewing these on with a sewing machine was not that hard and they are on there really secure. So that's cool. And um, yeah, it took, like I said, it took me nine days and it, it was a lot of work and a lot of ripped sewing threads and well, not, not really broken scales. No, not at all, but it was a lot of work. And at some point I just didn't want to continue because it was just frustrating sometimes, but yeah. So you mentioned, sorry, when you mentioned this sewing, where did you learn how to sew? And have you had any of your family help you on any of these? Um, well, I started or I, I learned how to sew in school um, back then, like I don't know how many years ago, because um, I used to kind of, um, like we, we had this class where we could either choose to do like, to work with, with, with wood and, you know, make some kind of like wooden constructions, or we could choose to sew and make other cool things out of fabric and out of textiles. And since I have never really been interested in these technical things or like, um, well, constructed construction things, I chose to um, learn how to sew. And yeah, I, I don't regret it at all. I think it's really cool because it really helped me in a lot of um, well, my project. And um, as of family members, my grandma actually is a seamstress. So I'm very lucky because she can literally help me with everything. Um, I was actually able to use her sewing machine because mine, like literally, like the, the motor burned off during me sewing on these scales. Like, like what is that, day machine. four, day five, that it finally said I'm done? Uh, <laughs> no, it was actually day two, which was kind of concerning. Like I just started. Um, it was, well, it wasn't, it wasn't great, <laughs> definitely not. And I was very concerned um, because I, like I was sewing for like around two hours and then just took a, like a, a very short break and um, well, then the sewing machine kind of died when I plugged it in again. And we, we didn't have any electricity in the whole house. So like it was gone. It literally just kind of managed to put our whole house, like our, <laughs> we, we just didn't have any electricity left. That was really weird. And yeah, <laughs> it kind of scared me to say the least. And- <laughs> Especially when um, you have all these scales, all this other stuff. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, then I asked my grandma if I was able to use hers. And her sewing machine is actually a 60-year-old industrial sewing machine. So you had to yeah. pedal it by hand. <laughs> uh, you can, you can actually, but um, it, it does have like it is connected to electricity, so that's great. But um, she has had it since she was like, um, well, how old was she? Like 18, I think. But it, I think it, it has belonged to someone else before, and so she's she basically has had it and has used it all her life, which I think is really, really interesting and really cool. And yeah, so I was able to use that one and I was so scared to ruin it as well. And well, it, it, I didn't ruin it until I was finished with sewing on the scales. <laughs> and well, then I, 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 you know, I was just sewing some fabric together and turned off the power. And when I woke up the next day and tried to sew the other side, it suddenly didn't work anymore. And I was like, oh no, what did I do? How, how is that even possible? Like the motor just did not work anymore. And we, well, basically we were like, oh, well now we have to get it fixed again, but that's not possible because we are in lockdown as well. And the person who can like fix it has like the store is not open. And that was a problem. So um, well, thank yeah, we, we yeah. So thankfully, you have a family member that is able to help you, whether it be with the technical skills or when your sewing machine decides to crap out. Did your grandma know it was for for the tail? Say Sorry, that again. I don't understand you. Did your grandma did your grandma know that it was for the tail? That I was sewing the tail, or yeah, yeah she did. Yeah, so yeah. Using the machine for the tail. She, she knew that I was using for the tail, yes. So your, was, like, family, your family has been supportive of you in pursuing the mermaid thing. It wasn't that when you were a child, they didn't want to pay, but they, they are supportive, yeah. right? What kind of Absolutely. things, mm -hmm. what kind of things do you see them doing to help you and get you going on this mermaid journey? Well, um, they're basically doing everything they can to support me, which I think is really sweet. Um, well, to support me on my merman journey, a journey in general is um, they basically drive me to any sort of um, meetups or or conventions, which I think is like really cool. And they're they're always really happy when I am happy there. So yeah, and then they're always asking me like, did you take pictures? And they always want to see everything, like, and they want to know how it was. And I think that's really cool. And also with me making my tail, they're always like really. Um, interested in how far I've like made my progress and if I'm finished soon and how it looks they always want to see photos and stuff so yeah that's really Wait, cool. Do you, have, do you have any brothers or sisters? Mm -hmm. Yeah I do I have two younger brothers yeah. And what do they say about the tail? Are they trying it on sometimes? <laughs> well um, first of all I'm not letting them try my tails on absolutely not. <laughs> Like that's a no, um, and I mean I don't necessarily think they are like interested in trying on my tails. Um, also because of the fact because they I mean they are younger than me, but they're I mean at least one of them is like a lot taller than me, and the other one well is not as skinny as I am, and that means the tail the tails doesn't like they they don't really fit them. So yeah. That's like the second thing. 
<laughs> you ruined my yeah. tail. <laughs> yeah, I would kill them if they would ruin my tail. So I can tell you, like, that ass. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> so how about getting a little tail of their own? And then you start the, the connection to that breed. Well, yeah, I'm lagging a bit. But what about, like, getting them a tail of their own? Well, I don't really think that they're that interested in getting a tail, to be honest. So, I mean... I mean, if they would have one, they would probably use it, but they don't really want a tail necessarily. It's like, I mean, my brother tried on my monofin and he tried swimming in it, but he doesn't really have the right technique yet. And he's also not really willing to work on the technique. Like, yeah, he was kind of swimming like a caterpillar in the <laughs> water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I had my first swim about a week and a half ago now, and I'm not gonna lie. I was terrified because I, and I just did the fin. I did the mahina, and I, I felt like I, I was just floundering. It was just like I was expecting a lifeguard to come in and save me. It was that bad. Um, but once I figured out that you had to get under the water and use that water around the tail to get the propulsion. And I'll tell you what, I got that first good length under the water and I came up I was like, I get it now. Like I already felt like a mermaid because all of the good things that mermaids resent, or represent, I relate to. And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't scared that I was going to be a non-swimming mermaid just because I couldn't figure it out. But it, it takes some patience and keep trying if you have a hard time at the beginning and you just keep going. But I, I unfortunately was not one of those that just got in the water and took off. <laughs> it took me a little bit, but yeah. So I'm, I hear you about the fin and you have to get that technique. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, you do. Otherwise it's it, sometimes. The dog kick. Yeah. So how about a pod? Do you have a pod? Who do you swim with? Um, no, I don't have a pod. Um, I also don't really have like anyone to swim with near me, sadly, because there aren't like a lot of people around. I mean, there are, I think, two people in my city, but I don't know them like personally, so I never had the the like possibility or like I, I was never able to swim with them. And well, the other people, there are people in Austria, definitely, but not that many. Like we, we aren't that many people here. Like we have, we have a Facebook group, which is called the Austrian Merpod. And there are quite a few people in there, but not around me, which is kind of sad, but yeah. So why don't you meet the, the guys from your city? Well, I don't know. I've never really had the opportunity, I guess. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't really tell you. It's, it, maybe it's because, well, I, I don't really have that much time since I'm a student, you know. I mean, maybe in my holidays, yes, but then I'm usually on, on holidays, you know, like somewhere on vacation and I'm not home. So, yeah, it, it's kind of difficult, <laughs> I guess. Well, are but, you in a populated area of Austria? Or are you like in a more rural? Like how big is the area where you're at? Well, the the town I live in has around forty thousand people living there, so it's it's like it's not that small, but also like not a huge city, but yeah, yeah but still I, not a lot of people. 
like mermaiding there. Yeah. Well, Rachel, do you have any other questions of Merman Nico? I think I've hit all of mine. Did you have any other ones? Well, except for yourself, who is your favorite tail maker? Uh, that it's such a hard question. Like <laughs> I, I cannot just tell you one. There are just so many people that make incredible tales and they are just such a huge inspiration for me and my tail making at the moment. Um, just to name a few, I really love um, Finful. I love Dimitri Arts, like oh, the yeah. tales that he makes. I love Creature Fins. I love Odysseus Studios, obviously. They make incredible tales. And well, um, Mirabella, they also make, like Mirabella Studios, they make incredible tales too. Like there are so many talented people out there. And yeah, I just, I don't know. I, 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 only to name a few, you know, there are so many more, but yeah, these are some of my favorites, definitely. And awesome. <laughs> um, what is basically your dream vacation destination for mermaiding? Oh, that's a really good question. Oh, um, <laughs> whew, that it, it's a tough question too, um, because there are again you so can, many. You can name like few. Name three then. Just rattle yeah. the first three. Okay, okay three. Um, well, I would say um, Thailand. I think. I mean, I don't really have like one one like place where I want to go, but to Thailand, I think it's beautiful there. Um, also, maybe to the Bahamas. Yeah, it's beautiful there as well. Oh yeah, and to Hawaii. Hawaii is like my dream place to go. Honestly, it's just it, it's so beautiful there. I I can't even yeah. tell you enough. Like it's it's incredible. Yeah. It's just perfect for mermaiding, I think, with like all the beautiful. Well, and to that point, I've I've started seeing a lot of like mermaid vacations and mermaid retreats that are, you know, in conventions and festivals. But seeing where some of those retreats and vacations go, I'm like, every time I see a new one, I'm like, that one's on my bucket list. Tahiti, oh Maldives, yeah. like, mm -hmm. it, yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so to me, to see those type of trips where you can go and be with friends and family and yeah. you get a mermaid, and then at these things, they have um, photography classes, you get photo shoots, you get to, you know, depending on the event, you might get to swim safely with sea creatures. And like, I, it's like- You should add to your bucket list to go to Greece and to the Bavarian Yes, I want to go to Greece so bad. It's so beautiful too, there. Like, yeah, yeah. Every time I watch Mamma Mia, I'm just like, <laughs> Mamma Mia. <laughs> it's so beautiful there. Oh, and also, I want to go to Todi to Belgium. That's on my Same. bucket list too. Same. Yeah. Yeah. We were uh, actually supposed to meet at the Mermaids Convention. Yeah. 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 yeah we exactly. were planning on renting an apartment. Uh, me yeah, and some of my classmates, and I was talking to Nico about the the convention, and he told me like, I don't really have a place to be in during the convention. I was like, join us, like join us, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that would I thought, so cool. yeah, I mean, all my classmates just went like crazy. I was like, yeah, it's gonna be so fun. Let him join us and everything. And I remember your friends were paying for some of the stuff just. So you'll yeah. be able to go and join and, and have some very good time. 
and yeah, and I was so bummed. <laughs> when all the yeah, same. Yeah. It was so sad. And now you just you can't really just go there anymore because you need a free diving certificate. So well, that's kind of. Wait a minute, young man. You and I talked yeah. last time. If yeah, I yeah, we were talking. You're gonna get yours. So yes, we're going to do that. You have some time because it's gonna take me a little while to get used to it. But yeah, yes. you're gonna go and you're gonna meet Rachel finally in person. Yes. <laughs> that will be so fun. I would love that. <laughs> so I do get the whole body thing, you know, because divers and scuba divers, and you know, like free divers and scuba divers, they have insurance. Yes. And when people mm -hmm. go in, they go there and they go to a 10 meters deep uh, pool, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> yeah. People don't have it. I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, people yeah. don't have insurance and mm -hmm. you can't really, you don't really know what's going to happen. So I think it's yeah. pretty smart move from the Tory mm -hmm. side. I also think so, yeah, because in every other like freediving center, you you have to have a certificate. And I think it was only like in Todi that you didn't have to have one. So yeah, I think it's it's, it's not a bad idea that we actually changed that. So never having been to a dive center, guys, can you explain what you mean by insurance? Meaning the bill, the company getting insurance and only being able to have that insurance in effect if you have don't have certifications or do have certifications. What do you mean by so insurance? Every diver and a free like every free diver and a scuba diver have insurance, like you know, for a whole year. So and it covers everything, like you know, like oxygen tanks and like emergency stuff and whatever. So it's best when you have it. So and it's some that. So yeah. you're referring to the insurance that you have to get, uh, or that you should get as a as a diver. You have to have it, yeah, because they won't accept. They won't give you any gear unless you have insurance. Ooh, that's smart. I didn't realize that. See, you guys teach me new things every day. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, the moment you go there, you show you show uh, the clerk like your uh, card as a certificate certified ah as a certified diver you show uh your logbook and you show your insurance so they'll know what they're doing yeah and i mean technically you can go to toady without um a certificate but in that case you are not allowed to dive you're only allowed to swim at the top which is yeah, not really a thing I want to do. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. You, that's not, not why I would want to go to Toady, just to swim at the top. <laughs> to be I'll be comfortable at the top for a little while. <laughs> I'll yeah, at the beginning, of course, but like, I don't know. Like, you, you could do that at, a, at like a swimming pool as well, and you don't really have to go to Toady for that, and I don't know. Well, you but know? I would be there with you guys, so it makes it all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would make it even better, of course. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Incredible. They have like over five thousand kinds of tropical fish. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've seen the images of it, and it's circular, and it's it's got like a yeah. pillar in the center that I've seen mermaids diving off of it, and yeah. 
it's awesome. It's and yeah. the underground, it's got features underground that make for a good backdrop in your photos. It's just yes, absolutely. Yeah. So you guys are going to have to continue to educate me on all things scuba diving, certifications, insurance, because you just went into a whole nother realm of, I've got more to learn. <laughs> so um, this has been a great visit and we're going to start wrapping it up. So if there is anything else you guys want to add um, before we close real quick. I guess I'll see you in Belgium. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Let's hope for the best that the COVID pandemic will be over soon. Let's let's hope for the best, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank we you guys. Thank you, Rachel, for joining us from Israel and Merman Nico. Thank you for joining us from Austria. It's pretty cool to think that I was in Austria and Israel today. So that was really cool. Um, Rachel, I, I really appreciate you for not only introducing us to Merman Nico, but for also joining us. So um, I, we are going to wrap this up, everyone. This is Pat with Fins Magazine and Mermaid Rachel, the Orca Queen. And we are saying goodbye and have a fantastic day. Bye. Bye. Bye.